This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Damn, that was close. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Friday, March 24th, and I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson-Berry, at M. Judson-Berry on socials. And let's get into these headlines. Today, if daddies were a magazine, they'd come in issues. So today, we're publishing the latest daddy issues, Airport Dad Edition. Then, the internet continues to overshare, but the internet will never be overshare. But sometimes, sharing is not always caring. We get into the icon's fabulous tweets in a little game we call Share or Overshare. Oh, and finally, it's time to send a social media trend into the abyss, as we are the foremost authority on all things social in a new segment we call Gaze Into the Abyss. All this breaking social media news coming up next on The Social Dose. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael, and you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is new in the world of social media. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michaela, you flew to LA this past week and you ran in what is known as the LA Marathon. Do you care to speak on this? I never gave you a a chance to share your thoughts because I (laughs) frankly don't want to run or talk about running, but I think it's (laughs) only fair that you get this time to share about your experience. Please, the floor is yours. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Yes, this was my second marathon. I did the LA Marathon last year and again this year with my good friend Megan Murphy and her team PCOS Challenge, which was to raise money for... PCOS challenge. She has PCOS and through her, I've learned a lot about it. So it's an amazing cause. If you don't know about PCOS challenge, please look them up because many, many, many women suffer from PCOS and there's very little research or funding being done to help support them. Uh, So we did the marathon and I am also not a runner. I don't particularly enjoy running. My body doesn't enjoy running. And (laughs) last year when I did it, I hurt my hip and blew out both my knees and still finished. I had to literally like skip hop to the the last few miles to the finish line and in tears thought I was going to die. So my goal this year was to not injure myself. And somehow I came out of it. I know. Somehow I came out of it. My knees kind of hurt, but the only injury I had was an eye infection now because my body was fine, but I accidentally got biofreeze. Did you run through a poop cloud? In my eye. No. Well, probably. There's a lot of 22,000 people are running and pooping yourself (gasps) in a marathon is quite common. Oh my God. You're just running in a cloud of farts. Kind of. But- I got biofreeze. I was spraying biofreeze on my friend's back because her back hurt. And it's like a numbing spray for your muscles. And it shot back straight into my eye. And so I biofreezed my eyeballs. A chemical burn. Essentially, yeah. On your cornea. They felt like essentially peppermint patties in my head. It was the craziest feeling. Well, can you still see me? I can kind of see you. I have one like wonky eye still. Um, 
But okay. I bet my pores look incredible. <laughs> Yours, for sure. Uh, you look great in this sort of like hazy vision I have now. Mm. Mm. Chemically induced blur. Now, I was not the only one obviously running the LA Marathon. Diplo was there, which I didn't realize until after the fact when I was checking LA Marathon's Instagram page to see if obviously if they'd tagged me. Uh, they did not, but they did tag Diplo. <laughs> and I was like, well, look, we were both there. The famously not not gay guy and me famed by We're both Con famously Diplo. not not gay yeah um did you see would yes, you like to you catch us up not, on not why gay. we've all been talking about diplo i mean obviously diplo was on emirata's podcast sister podcast famed mm-hmm. sony network sister podcast and talked about how he probably had his dick sucked by a man and it was very mm-hmm. cryptic and very cavalier the way he went about it but he basically came out as bisexual and cool about it and yeah. i think diplo is the perfect representation of what bisexuality can be because a lot Mm. of straight guys love Diplo and a lot of straight guys are curious about butt stuff. So I think this will give them permission um, to kind of explore that in a way that maybe they didn't feel comfortable before. I hope so. Do you think Diplo was faster than you? He was a thousand percent faster than me. I took my time on So you were running through his fart clouds. Got it. I was, yeah. Through his not not gay fart clouds. Uh, Speaking of things that are also just a little bit gay, one of my favorite headlines I've seen recently was from Them Magazine. It was on their Instagram where they said, air pollution might be turning fruit flies gay. Speaking of air pollution, even. And speaking of who knew fruit flies could get fruitier. Um, (laughs) That's probably not a PC (laughs) way to phrase that at all. Hey, ew. (laughs) But it has something to do with the changing temperatures and their hormones changing and female fruit flies no longer really finding them attractive. And so they've resorted to just sort of climbing atop each other. And apparently this is happening among more insects, which the headline is hilarious, but the implications are actually not great because 80% of our crops rely on insects to spread the seed. And if insects are just becoming gay because of climate change, then we've got a problem. Michael, I think I've told you this before, but I believe climate change is responsible for most gays. I think <laughs> evolution-wise, when the, I have, I've always said this. Yeah. When the planet gets too hot and too overpopulated, it's like, okay, it's getting a little crowded. Let's put out some vibes so the next wave of babies don't want to reproduce. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think this happening to fruit flies is, if anything, proof that I am correct and scientifically sound in this theory. We're just here to save the planet. We're Captain Planet. Speaking of my, we are Captain Planet. I'm water. Which one are you? Don't say heart. Uh, I'm heart. Oh, Oh, God. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Speaking of theories (laughs) that I have, remember when we were talking with Candace on Tuesday, Candace Dillard Bassett of Real Housewives of Potomac? And honestly, I think she's probably best known for her cameos on Social Dose at this point. I Um, think so. Remember when we talked about that threesome where that woman swindled her man into bringing her side piece into a threesome and pretended he was a stranger? Well, I was on my phone recently, as I am so wont to do, and I was catatonic Mm -hmm. and I was scrolling. And I came across this unhinged Caucasian woman talking about how she and her best friend both swindled their husbands into thinking that they wanted to plan a Disney trip when really the wives had planned the entire trip months in advance. And the Mm -hmm. way these women were calculating each step and being like, okay, you're going to make a comment to my husband about a possible Disney trip. And then he's going to make a comment to your husband. And the way they navigated this, I said, you know, the power of women, I'm obsessed. I think, once again, I've always said this, I think women should be in charge of everything. I'm sorry. 
I agree. It's just like the mother from my big fat Greek wedding said, where she's like, the men may be the head of the household, but the woman is the neck and she can turn the head any way she wants. Now, that's mm. not a Greek accent. That was a Russian accent, but like I'm doing well, my best. Um, we get the gist. It's a great, it's a great moment <laughs> from a great film and it's so true. All right, Michael, that's absolutely enough of that. It's time great. to get into these headlines. Fab. This just in, you don't always need to be a dad to be a daddy. In this segment, Daddy Issues, we're talking about the videos on the internet that emulate fatherly energy, kids or no kids. Yes, in this segment of Daddy Issues, we're talking about fathers in flight, the strain of the father figure known as airport dad. Yes, Mm. hashtag airport dad has 210.3 million views. So apparently we all have the same type A father just in 210 million different forms. Essentially, this is people filming their father going through the stages of getting on a plane from where he is at home getting ready to his process through the airport, doing in such spectacular dad khakied fashion. And it's just, it's (laughs) so fun to watch because it's so true and relatable. (laughs) Yes. The first video was posted by at Hannah C. Wynn. And it really is like your classic dad. Like he's got his khaki shorts on. He's in like a navy top. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the dad uniform. And he is just powering his way with purpose through this airport. And the comments, for what, for example, Austrian's kebab said, my man is on a mission. And you can see Uh it. He moves with such purpose and drive. Oh, yeah. And like at MJ, who said his form and technique is flawless, down to the stance when he's like at the counter waiting for their tickets Mm -hmm. and he's got one hand on the hip, one hand on the counter drumming the one Mm -hmm. finger. Like it's such, it's such epic dad. And I love the, this one is not like my, my dad is one of these dads as well, except like at Revo Reigns, who said rushing to the gate five hours early. My dad is that airport dad, but we're always late. That's so me. Late. So he's like airport dadding on speed because like we're all poor at time management. And so we're like the last ones to the gate. And so he's like airport dad, but like in a time crunch, if you can imagine. Oh no. Yeah. I'm airport dad who's like, we need at least an hour to just vibe at the airport. After getting through security. And here's the thing. We have TSA pre-check. We have all the bells and the whistles. So it's not like it ever really takes us a long time. But Mm -hmm. the one time that it is going to be a big backed up bullshit bitch is the time that we are prepared and perfectly fine. Yeah, I like the another one from at Hannah Curbs, who shared her airport dad, who starts with him directing the taxi into his driveway, <laughs> like actually giving like the taxi driver, like waving him into the driveway. And he is, that dad has the cute backpack with the little waist strap, which goes to yeah. show he means business. And yeah. the, the focus, and of the moment he sees her filming him and the confusion in his face, like, what are you doing? And then at the very end, when they're boarding the plane and all's gone well, he can finally be goofy dad. And he celebrates by zigzagging down the hallway. And I love that that's his <laughs> idea cute. of whimsy. But like, yeah, that's his idea of like letting loose. It's like, I'm yeah. going to walk in a not straight line. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa look at me go. <laughs> that's his, the furthest he'll get into bisexuality. <laughs> um, Michael, I think it does need to be said that you do not need to be a father to be giving airport dad energy mm-hmm. as evidenced by our next video in which a much younger aspiring airport dad Uh, reveals to his group of boyfriends, not boyfriends, but male friends, I don't know, they might be gay, um, that he is also an airport dad. And they're kind of just, I don't know if they're dragging him in this video, but they're like, POV, your friend is an airport dad. Did you see this? I don't think they're dragging him. I love that they've set this video to danger zone. 
With like, highway. Yeah. Which is like taking song. their passports away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he and gathers the all of their passports. Because exactly. they can't be trusted Everyone needs with them. Those. He gets frustrated <laughs> when they have to repack the bag because, you know, the weight is off and they have to shuffle around their things. He gets frustrated when they get stopped at security. It's it's like all the classic dad stops. Yeah. Uh, but he's this like, they look like they're in their 20s. They look like they're like college kids backpacking. And I just yeah, love that I, he's already that one kid. But we all need that in our friend group. I feel like with your friend group, though, I feel like you're the airport dad. I am, yeah. Unless unless there's somebody that's more airport dad than I am, in which case uh-huh. I will back off and allow them to assert their dominance. And then I'll just be like okay. a delicate baby who has no idea what's going on. I love turning I just, off my brain, but I very rarely get the chance to do so. Uh, that's what you get for being competent. And with that, we'll take a quick break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And we're back. I actually love a good overshare, but one of my other online obsessions is the Twitter account of, can you guess? Try and guess who this person is. If I could turn back to Fergie. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's Cher, obviously. (laughs) I love Cher on Twitter. Um, It's insane, but like in such a good way. She's, I feel like, queen of the overshares, if you will. So, shall we play a game called Share or Overshare? (laughs) Oh my God, yes. I love games and I love share. All right. Now, now the rules of Share or Overshare are very simple. I will read a quote and you tell me if it's a real tweet from the queen herself, Share, or if it's just an overshare from the internet. Ew. Now, I cannot stress enough. These are actual real tweets, either from her or from a random person. You ready? Okay, amazing, yes. Okay, first tweet. Breaking news, I'm being buried in my fishnets. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like Cher. That's okay. giving Cher. Correct, that is Cher. She is being buried in her fishnets. Um, okay. iPad freezing up. Maybe it's overwhelmed because it just realized a fabulous diva was touching it. Can't really blame oh it. Oh my God. Snap out of it. Wait, stop. Okay, so <laughs> on one hand, I'm tempted to think because she's struggling with technology, it's Cher, right? Uh-huh. That's, Cher's a mom. Cher, Cher's a grandma. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if Cher would reference and slap and snap out of it on Twitter. I'm torn. I'm going to guess Cher. 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 Oh, that was good. And you're correct. That is Cher. She actually <laughs> slapped her iPad and said snap out of it. <laughs> what okay, a lucky iPad I know right uh, The best feeling in the world is Pooping after holding it in all day at school Finally being able to relax your butthole And you've been tense all day Because you were trying to hold in your Taco Bell shits When you knew you shouldn't even have eaten it In the first place I hate that so much First of all Cher would never talk about poop on Maine I wow. know that to be true Also okay. what school is Cher in? Yeah, this is obviously true. an overshare 
Correct. That was an overshare from at jess.has.hella.drip. Yes, Jess has hella drip. Good. Although, could you imagine Cher at Taco Bell? I would love this. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Let me get a cheesy gordita crunch. This is going to Baja Blast. <laughs> um, okay. That time I was seven and my school librarian refused to let me leave the library to pee, so I secretly peed on myself and ripped out pages of the book I was reading to wipe the pee off my legs and then put the book back on the <gasps> shelf. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm going to guess because they didn't have books back when Cher was seven. Was she reading on stone tablets? She I don't not know. that old. Um, <laughs> that was before correct, the written though. word. I'm going to guess this <laughs> is an overshare. Correct, Paris. That was an overshare from at Robbie Shapiro's GF. Oh, Robbie. Okay, here's another one. And this is all in capital letters, okay? I'm not Cher. yelling. I'm Cher. Yeah. <laughs> if it's all caps, it's Cher right away. <laughs> she loves the all caps. She does. Uh, I don't think she I knows love, there's another option. And that was a response to Gloria Rodriguez at Glord1211, who just said, why are you always yelling? Also in capital letters. <laughs> and I love that her response is, I'm not yelling, I'm Cher. It's and true. Like, she's not yelling. She's Cher. Yes. True. Uh, I love okay. her. I hope she never uh, dies. Me, I don't think she will. I'm pretty sure she's scientifically created to never go anywhere. Okay. That time when I was 12 and showed my dad that I could queef on command, thinking he would find it funny, but he didn't, <laughs> and instead went on a rant about how my future husband would also think that's disgusting. Okay, I'm going to set the record straight right now. Things uh-huh. Cher is not talking about online. Poop, pee, <laughs> queefing. This I is an overshare, if ever there's... I heard one. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Yes, that was an overshare from at Basic Kali, C-A-L-E-E. Not Who, the, the way ding, they spell ding, Kali ding, ding, is... in Cher's voice. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Can you imagine Cher's game show? Ding, ding, motherfuckers. Yes. This is Cher's game show. You haven't seen the last of me. Shall we do one more? Okay, one more. This is a confusing one. I'm sorry. I okay. promise this is not just my illiteracy if it's confusing, striking it's again. Share, but I'll listen. Okay. <laughs> it's I got a colonic retweet at Loyola bitch at share. How did you celebrate Madonna's birthday? Okay, so in response to the question, how did you celebrate Madonna's birthday? Somebody quote tweeted and said, I got a colonic. That's yeah. giving share. That's yeah. give, that's just enough toilet humor, but not toilety uh-huh. too toilety. And it's written out literally, I got a colonic dot RT at Loyola bitch at share. How did you celebrate Madonna's birthday? Oh, so she retweeted it wrong too. (laughs) Yep. Incredible. That's share. That's got share all over it. It's a thousand percent share. We know how she feels about Madonna. Uh, And colonics. And colonics. So it sounds like it was a (laughs) win-win day for her. Wow. To be Uh, share. To be share. But how, how wonderfully relatable that someone as iconic as share can also overshare just like the rest of us. She broke uh, open the door and said, there's no rules. Just say yeah. words. She was like, I'm not yelling, I'm share. Paris, thank you for playing. Share or overshare. <laughs> <laughs> this was such a great time. There are the trends we love and the trends we can't stand. We're introducing a new segment called Gaze into the Abyss. Where we, Michael and Paris, examine two social media happenings up and down and relinquish one of them off into the abyss. 
Today, we are debating whether or not we're going to save the boat video trend or the thirst trap photo. But because we are <clears throat> journalists, we must talk about both sides and have a small discourse as we studiously decide which trend we will save. That's right. I'm educated mm-hmm. and I'm a yep. journalist. First up, the boat trend. The video filter where users put themselves in a boat that travels in the twilight on a calm, moonlit ocean. Michael, present yes. the facts of the case, please. Uh huh. This filter was created by at Bentang Semesta, uh, who has 62,000 followers and 1.9 million likes. The hashtag boat trend is normally paired with the song My Heart Will Go On by Malaya Sahidi, Sahidi? and Faraz Tali. We should not have me attempting to say those names. Uh, The hashtag boat trend is normally paired with an instrumental version of My Heart Will Go On, the original Mm -hmm. version obviously done by Celine Dion. Then we have a thirst trap. It's universally defined as a photo or video on social media that is intended to attract attention. Mm -hmm. The -hmm. appeal of the thirst trap lies in its ability to be done on any platform, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Snapchat, Craigslist, etc., Mm-hmm. And thirst traps are historically encapsulated in the internet archives because they are on every social media site that has ever existed. Sort of like when they are digging through fossils and they find that there were bugs on pretty much every continent. Mm-hmm. That's thirst traps. Now, Michael, which of these two trends are we going to send into the abyss? We have two trends standing before us and we only have one that we can save. The other, banished to the abyss forever. Well, in my personal opinion... I'm ready to watch the boat trend sail away. Mm. And according to okay. my For You page, it already has sailed away. Mm. So how, where, where do you stand on this, Sophie? Uh, in an uninteresting and non-conflicting turn of events, I agree. I think the boat trend is tired. <laughs> I think it's dusty. Uh-huh. I think after brands start doing it, it's over. That's when you know mm. something's over. When a brand does it, it's like, okay, this is fully, the horse is dead. We've beaten it into a pulp and we've made the glue. Oh no, that poor horse. Whereas a thirst trap, I strongly believe, is timeless. And you know what brands aren't doing enough of? Thirst traps. Exactly. You know? The thirst trap will never go away. No matter what body type you are, no matter who you are, you can do a Mm -hmm. thirst trap. There's so many variations of the thirst trap. Mm -hmm. You can make it funny. It's sexy. Sex sells. And that will never change. And and I think that's the versatility of the... of the thirst trap is what keeps it so yes. timeless. Whereas the boat trend, I mean, how many times can you just sit in a little animated boat and sail off into to my heart will go on with a cheeky comment? Too many. Too many times. I don't care. Exactly. Anymore. And there are two. Did you see the one video? Yeah. Did you see the one video where the guy actually built that set with a real <gasps> boat? No. And but that's it, how you know it's done. Because no one can top that. Like <laughs> exactly. when you actually build a real version of this, then mm-hmm. you're done. That's it's no over. one could achieve anything higher. Listeners, besties, at this point, if you post another boat video, sorry, but you're getting banished into the abyss too. I just like to sing a that moment song. of silence for the boat trend. That is all the time we have for today. Don't forget to head over to the socialdosepodcast.com to leave us a voice memo or comment with your questions under one of our social media posts. Thank you all. Well, I need to run and post a thirst trap because they are timeless and classic. And I have to get to the airport because my flight back to LA leaves in 158 days. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling, bitch. Happy scrolling, bitch. Happy scrolling, bitch.